all-American half pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato, Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Adrian Madoc. I'm Steve McGowan, and we are in a band, The Beef People. We released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records, which we have reactivated, and we are record collectors, and we're passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes her a great single is what propelled us to begin this here podcast. And this here podcast is number... 072. 072. We've done a couple of these, haven't we? Yes, we have. And this one is uh, um, such an interesting band that we couldn't just do one single. We're going right. to do two singles from right, this Right, right. I think we we, mm-hmm. we, we we sort of split the baby. You we picked did. one, I picked mm-hmm. one. We did. And... Uh, you know, for different reasons, but the band is Blondie. Yes, Blondie. And we've got two singles. We've got, um, and, and uh, I guess we're going to talk about the A side mm-hmm. of uh, Blondie's Denis mm-hmm. single, and we're also going to talk um, about the later single that you have mm-hmm. selected, which is Heart of Glass, of course, from Heart, 1979. Right. And uh, I, I think uh, people have heard Heart of Glass yes. maybe. Uh, maybe Den- once or twice. <laughs> if you're European, maybe you've heard Denis, but uh, n- not so well known in the United States. But um, I, I thought it was interesting for us to talk about. Yeah. So let's talk about Blondie for a little bit. They are um, famously a New York City band um, led by um, Deborah Harry the very iconic front woman and her partner, a musical partner, somewhat romantic partner for most of her life, Chris Stein. They are the the band, really, the two of them, and Clem Burke, the amazing drummer. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, we'll talk more about Clem later. But uh, I mean, not a monster, like a monster like of a, drums. Just a, yes, <laughs> We're not kill. accusing him of A fate. Godzilla on the drums, exactly. for sure, for sure. And um, they came up through the CBGB scene with the Ramones and the, the um, television and... Um, who else am I thinking about? From I don't know who Richard else you're Hell, thinking about. Richard Hell <laughs> right. and uh, the, the, whole CBGB yeah, the whole CBGB scene, the original thing. CBGB scene. Talking scene. Heads is who I was thinking oh, about. Oh, yeah. okay. And uh, Patty Smith and all that. And uh, they were known, from what I understand, and all the books I've read, the different books I've read about the New York scene, they were known as probably the worst band of the bunch <laughs> they, but they, they st- took a while to get it together is but what when I they think got happened. it together it and was it, magic then it really became something amazing yes so uh they didn't quite have that you know like the ramones where everything is the same or or you know uh, 
talking heads where everything is super arty. Uh, they had their own thing going on, and it was in, and it was more than one thing. Yeah, their own thing mm-hmm. is, is is eclectic. Yes, and uh, I think these two singles show that. That's what we're gonna we're gonna try to talk about a little bit. So the first single is from their album Plastic Letters, the one of the early records, and. Uh, it's called Denis, and it was uh, on uh, Chrysalis Records, 1978. Uh, they just got out of their private stock deal. And uh, do you want to talk yeah. a little bit about it before and, we can listen? Um, the reason I, I thought we would want to listen to this single mm-hmm. is it really shows part of that heritage, that New York heritage that... that um, informed a lot of the well particularly the Ramones and, yep. and here Blondie mm-hmm. that sort of vocal group doo-wop yes. girl group uh, pre-Beatles invasion pop sound yes and which um, which a lot of that came from New York and New Jersey and you know the the East Coast and how they were informed by that growing up um, yeah, and the, you know, the, here's a, an instance where they take something mm-hmm. that would have been very familiar. I mean, th- this was mm-hmm. a, a hit, pre-Beatles hit, mm-hmm. for a group called Randy and the Rainbows that right. were from Queens, New York. Right. Um, and uh, they switched genders. Right. It was Denise, mm-hmm. as sung by uh, Randy and the Rainbows. Right. Um, and, you know, they changed it up very much. To they retooled suit, it. Retooled it, made it suit their purposes, mm-hmm. um, you know, d- took it, flopped the genders, mm-hmm. right? So we've got Denis, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is, you know, Dennis. <laughs> but rather than make it Dennis, Dennis, <laughs> hey, I right. dig you, Dennis. Yeah, right. Um, Denis, the French um, mm-hmm. uh, pronunciation of, of Dennis, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, masculine form of mm-hmm. Denise. And... Um, some French lyrics yes. as well, mm-hmm. you know. And so a, a really clever take mm-hmm. on on something that would have been in the water in in uh, mm-hmm. in New York. So let's listen to the single "Blondie" from 1978 from Plastic Letters. The single "Denis."
Well, just like you said, um, they've they've rebuilt that song. I mean, they they kept some of the bones and they added a lot to it. You know, the the French lyrics. Um, it, it's got a different take on it than the original for sure. It's not. It sounds like a girl group song to me now with the big drums and everything. Um, but it's it doesn't sound as doo-woppy, even though it has that heritage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it, it takes sort of multiple influences mm-hmm. of that time. You get a little right. bit of that, uh, not quite wall of sound, but yeah. but that big sound, Almost, big room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, half uh, wall of sound. <laughs> right, right, right. It's the French door of yes. sound. <laughs> right. And yeah, but it, it's really mm-hmm. taking sort of those multiple influences of mm-hmm. that pre Beatles mm-hmm. um, pop music mm-hmm. and filtering it through you know the CBGB scene and their mm-hmm. own sensibilities and what they want to accomplish with right. their own music and really um, you know expanding it mm-hmm. and um, making it their own and I think this is going to be a, a recurring theme when we talk about Blondie uh, in these two singles is that I think they are very underestimated as to, you know, I think we both agree that they they bring a lot to the table and they're pioneers in a way of of doing things, a lot of things with with different music. Super clever, super smart, omnivores. Yes, they take Um, everything in. And they take everything in and they they, um, figure out what will work for them. Right. What, you know, what they already have Mm -hmm. and... You know, they see make it work, make it work, make it work for them. Yeah, which is very impressive. I think it's almost like a, a, you know, that Mm -hmm. collage sort of notion, Mm -hmm. right? What can I take from you know these found bits that Mm -hmm. that create something that's entirely different, entirely new, entirely my own? Very well put. Um, Should we listen to a little bit of the original? Yeah, I think we need to. Uh, we don't have to play the whole thing, but it's all, of course it's a very short song anyway. It's going to be hard to cut it off because yes. it's a two minute song, <laughs> right. right? So this is a two minute pop mm-hmm. confection, right? That yeah, you know, a- absolutely uh, uh, a nice sweet chew. Yep, Denise, Randy, and the Ramos from 1963. Here we go. Oh, with your eyes so blue, Denise, Denise, I've got a crush on you. 
I, you can see how clever yes. um, uh, that, that you know Stein and mm-hmm. and Harry are to yeah. to hear that and you know to yeah. To how, take how do you get from that to what, to what they did? To what yeah. they did, you know, it, yeah. it takes some. They didn't just say, hey, you know, this sounds like a great song we could cover. I mean, they really had to put some yeah, effort we, into it. Yeah, let's change the gender and yeah, then it'll right. be different. No, I mean, no. it's it's more than they, that. They rearranged it. They, they, you know, they made it work for them, like it, what we were talking about. And they found something urban and urbane mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, within it. And and somewhat punk, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean. It's, it's all of those things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. So my contribution to the uh, the Blondie singles is obviously the um, the one that almost everyone knows. It's called Heart of Glass. It's uh, considered their disco single. Um, I think we'll go ahead and listen to it, and then we'll talk. Okay. All right, here we go. This was on their uh, amazing record, Parallel Lines, and it's from 1979 on Chrysalis Records, uh, Blondie and Heart of Glass.
All right, there we go. Uh, Heart of Glass, known as the disco song um, by the band. Um, what I've read about this song was it is one of their oldest songs. They, they, they had it in their canon for a long time, and they tried to make a reggae song out of it, and it, it, apparently it just wasn't working. And uh, uh, it was one of those deals. They were in the studio with Mike Chapman, the famous producer, um, who did the suite and stuff like that. And uh, they had recorded most of the record, and he did the thing that any good producer does. He said, have you got anything else? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that tends to really be the thing where you find the songs. Having having recorded lots of bands myself, I, I've, I've asked them that question too, and they always kind of sheepishly look, look at you and say, well, we have this one song that we don't really like. And of course, it always turns out to be like their best song. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so they took this song and they worked on it. Um, he There is different... Uh, interpretations of who said it should be more disco, less disco. They used a drum machine on it. But uh, Chris Stein was saying that they really were going for the Giorgio Moroder sort mm-hmm. of craft worky Euro disco, you know, and you can definitely hear that with the chuggling, chuggling synths on it and uh, <laughs> chuggling, chuggling. And, uh, it they, does chug along. They did use a drum machine on it, although, of course, um, Clemens playing with the drum machine like, like a machine. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, I think Jimmy Destry was a you mm-hmm. know, keyboard player. Yes. And, and um, uh, with the, the Moog, mm-hmm. um, Polly Moog. I mean, he was instrumental mm-hmm. here. I heard him talk a little yes. bit about that at, at a Moog Fest. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that that's one of the things we'll link to. I've got yeah. a review of, of hearing mm-hmm. him talk to, um, I think, mm-hmm. producer of the first Blondie album, right. um, Craig Leon. Right. And, and, and know, they, also worked on the Ramones. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, they tell some inside baseball stories yep. ab- uh, about uh, how they came up with some of those sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the important thing here is Blondie, um, you know, is they, interested in all types of music. And they crossed a line there. Be, yeah. Being a, a, a so-called punk band playing disco, I mean, I, you remember there was like the whole disco sucks right, thing. Right, right. And, you know, and, you know and burning the disco right, records right. On, and, on, you know, what is it, Wrigley Field or yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever it was, causing um, a riot. It, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, to that on, on the It the was really website, a big but, thing back then. And, uh, right. It, it was, it was uh, you know, the, the, the meteoric rise in popularity mm-hmm. of, of disco and then the, the inevitable crash. Right. Um, you know, for... But, you know, Blondie early on mm-hmm. took on disco, which was mm-hmm. an underground um, yeah. know, uh, scene right. in, in New York. Right. Um, and, and paid attention. And, you know, they, they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how, scavenger has a pejorative sense, but mm-hmm. I mean, they, they are omnivores in the right. sense that they are looking for interesting sounds mm-hmm. and, and trying to figure out through the filter of Blondie, mm-hmm. you know, how they can use. And those. they certainly made it work. Yeah. yeah. And, and they do that here. Mm-hmm. And this is a very European-sounding record. Very European. Um, I, I, I mean, did, European disco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did read that they they played a show in 78 in New York, and uh, they did a cover of I Feel Love, right. which we've talked about before. Yeah. And uh, the audience was shocked, <laughs> you know, because yeah. they, they crossed the line. They're live. You know, they, the punk band did a 
disco song. You yeah, know and we mean? talked about I Feel Love right. in particular in Giorgio Moroder right. and how that was, mm-hmm. um, you know, just a real you know, you know, sea change yep. in, in, in music. Yeah, in our Sparks and Number One in Heaven mm-hmm. uh, podcast, we'll, we'll right. link that for you mm-hmm. as well. But, um, yeah, that, 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 that was mm-hmm. iconoclastic, you know, that they, they refused to be pigeonholed. Right. They looked for what was interesting and what was, mm-hmm. was new and... and and they, you know, made it their own. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty blast. amazing, dramatic thing for a band to do. Yeah, you know? I mean, what's more punk than than, than embracing <laughs> disco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's about breaking mm-hmm. the rules, and mm-hmm. and 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 they absolutely did that. So again, when we talk about uh, Blondie, they did the same thing with uh, rap. They did Rapture, right? You know, and uh, you know, you might kind of look back on it now and kind of cringe, but it was, you know. <sighs> A, a white rock band doing rap or, right. or trying to do rap, you know, and, and, and it you was know, a big deal on MTV. Then the time that they did it, mm-hmm. that rap had not broken into right. general popular, right. um, you know, mainstream. Mm-hmm. It was not mainstream. Right. It was still, um, you know, a, yeah. underground. A, underground 12 inches, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and you know, they talk about Fab Five Freddy right. and, you know, they're talking about real... Mm-hmm. Um, progenitors mm-hmm. on the New York music scene right. because they were part of it and they were interested mm-hmm. in what was new. And later they did, uh, you know, the Tide is High, which is kind of a pseudo reggae, right. reggae slash uh, Mexican <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you the, take your influences where you can the find them. The band is right? fearless. You yeah. know, you, you yeah. when you really think about the, all the work they've done. Um, it's really impressive some of the, the the steps they've taken to to um, you know really break the mold. Yeah, and uh, that I think that's why we're we're looking at both of these singles, Dinny and uh, Heart of Glass. Yeah, and I think it just shows that we could uh, any two singles you pick, mm-hmm. right, are not going to sound like each other. Right, but they will sound like Blondie. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's uh, kudos to them. Yes. For uh, being able to do that. Now, when we saw them. Um, not only did they do uh, the little Nas X song, right? Yeah, remember? They did, right, they did little. Yeah, yeah, because of course they would be interested yeah. in little Nas X. They did Old Town Road, yes. and they also did To Russia with Love. Oh yeah, yeah, because they're still they're still um, uh, they're still punks. They're smart. They're punk. They're yeah. making you know contemporary yeah. comments mm-hmm. as of today, right? Yes, they, right? They you know the grass does not grow. Um, we did just see Blondie recently um, mm-hmm. on the amazing Blondie and Elvis Costello and the Imposters tour. They split Bill, and they were great. Visually interesting. Yes. Um, you know they 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 could play anything, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. they they the songs you cited, I think they did all of them: Tiny Side, Rapture, yeah. mm-hmm. Heart of Glass, mm-hmm. and you know, Atomic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, the hits just, they have a lot of really solid hits. And uh, uh, Debbie Harry sang really well. She's she's in her 70s now, and she looked great. She sang great. Chris played great. Clem Burke is, again, as we said, a demon on the drums. Yeah. I mean, he was a really inspirational. Yeah. He played yeah. like a 16-year-old. He was all over those drums. And yeah. it, it was It was great to see. And a, a really good show, good music, and well put together. Yes. Um, 
and uh, you know the crowd loved them. Right. <laughs> we loved them. Yeah. Everybody loved them. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's not to love, right? <laughs> they are certainly the real deal. And I yeah. mean, you know, uh, success can often, you know, I mean, you've got sort of like the curse of success, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the, the Blondie, I, mm-hmm. I think. Um, because that you know, we haven't talked. You know, Deborah Harry is like a magnificent yeah. human specimen, right? Um, yeah, you know, which can be a blessing and a curse. And yeah, I that's think, a that's a whole show really about right. you know. But it's hard to it's hard to uh, talk about that you know without saying something stupid, right? But <laughs> yeah. I, I think that the thing is that the the, the brains. The, yes. the savvy, yeah. the um, you know the the musical yeah. um, sensibility yeah. that the t- that Chris and and Debbie have as a right. unit as a musical unit is just they're obviously the best unparalleled, team. Yeah. right? Yeah, they are the best team, and and they they knew how to do the best thing for Blondie. Yes, the band. Yes, and uh, they were uh, were and they are you know still doing it. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. So can you hear anybody covering either of these songs? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, here's the, the um, I, I thought about my single, right? Okay. And I, I've mentioned him before. Uh-huh. I think you have to have sort of like a recapturing mm-hmm. of Randy and the Rainbows with Randy Rainbow. <laughs> Rainbow. He's going to be covering Denise. <laughs> okay. Right? So there you've got... Yeah. Um, Randy singing the Denis Denis version, right? right? Yes. But having maybe um, you know putting his Randy Rainbow right um, satirical. Maybe we'll have some contemporary mm-hmm. uh, uh, headlines of the day right. interspersed in yeah. Um, yeah. as well. But mm-hmm. uh, I think hearing Randy Rainbow mm-hmm. covering right. the Blondie version of Randy <laughs> and the Rainbows. Denise, it's too perfect. It's too perfect. Yes. Uh, I would like to hear, uh, you know, because of the French, obviously, I would like to hear the Blondie version done by the Stranglers with J.J. singing in French, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give it the little menace yes, there. Oh, it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. And, and maybe um, one verse of Denis and one verse of yeah, uh, Den- Denise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So that the, they both have to watch out. And, and, watch one, out. and one verse of La Folie. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Everybody, Just, watch out. Yeah. So, uh, as far as uh, Heart of Glass goes, I don't, I'm not sure about that. The, the one thing I was thinking of is, I'd like to hear um, maybe like the Idiot Era Iggy. Oh yeah. Give it a try with yeah. the Sales Brothers, kind of pounding out that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lust for Life beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, so, uh, but um, you know, there's there's more than one way to skin a blondie, I guess. Well, <laughs> do, you, do you have any recommendations? <laughs> um, well, I have just recently finished um, Deb, Debbie Harry's um, memoir. It's called Face It. Again, uh, like you were saying, uh, it, it's a well-written book. It doesn't give away a whole lot. Does tell you some things about her life, but you get the impression that there's not a lot of dirt in it. There's not a lot of deep explanation. Um, but it's a little bit guarded. Yes. Yeah. You know. But, but it's it's also informative. I it mean, is. It's not it is informative. Yes. I mean, you know, you understand things a, a good bit better about what happens with Blondie and with Debbie, and after you've read it, and and I would recommend it if you're a fan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would I would read it. It's. Uh, 
it's good. She's, she says she may write another book, and I hope she does. Um, yeah. Um, one of the things I learned on it uh, was uh, they had wanted uh, – to do the tide is high with the specials oh wow <laughs> that would have i don't know she said she didn't remember what happened with that but that that would have been pretty interesting and uh um she was also involved with the magician pen gillette for a while oh well there you go <laughs> so there who you hasn't know, been who right <laughs> all right well so there's your recommendation mm-hmm. my recommendation i was thinking all this new york stuff new right. york new york new york and i was thinking What's more New York than pizza? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, pizza is such a personalized thing. Oh, that yeah. New York pizza. Yep. But, um, you know, don't be a pizza snob. Nope. Right? Um, your local pizzeria mm-hmm. is is around the corner. Give them some, give them some love. Yep. You can't go wrong, you know, getting a little mm-hmm. local pizza. Yep. It's like the... The uh, saying that I can never get right. <laughs> and, and, and you won't be. Uh, yeah. It's like bad sex. <laughs> no, it's no, no. Pizza is like bad sex. <laughs> but hopefully your pizza won't be. No, I mean, get even, some good even pizza. when it's bad, it's good. So, um, yeah, pizza is the great thing. We had some the other day from a place we hadn't been to before. Yeah, and, good and local pizza. You can't go wrong. wonderful. Yeah. Well, you can't go wrong, but, you know, yeah. give, it a, give, it, give it a whirl. I mean... 90% of the time, it's okay. Yeah. So, All right, then. So two singles today. You got a twofer on Singles Going Steady, 072. The amazing band, Blondie. Um, we're big fans. Um, uh, Parallel Lines is one of my favorite records. It really is. And uh, these two singles are both great. Denis from 1978 and Heart of Glass from 1979. And uh, we are really glad that uh, you spent some time listening and letting us talk with you and hopefully um we'll see you soon yes goodbye now bye to learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the singles going steady icon you'll also find links to the persons places and things we recommend and much more You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds sounds for sharp sharp people. people.